Lord, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for the joy that's in your house, the songs that we have sang. I thank you, Lord God, for every person here that still might be wrestling with a lot of things going on in their, just in their heart and in their mind. But I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would meet them right now, wherever they are. I pray the peace and the power of the Holy Spirit would now move on every heart that is open. God, I thank you. We are your people. And you love us with an unconditional love, an everlasting love. So I pray that every person tonight would be able to sing that song, Goodbye World, I Stay No Longer With You. And may every person here encounter the presence and the power of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. In your name we pray, amen and amen and amen. Oh, glory to God. Praise God. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. It's even better when you know that Jesus is alive and he's coming one day to take us home. Let me start with that. We're going home one day. Before you stress any more about this place here on earth, we've got a home in heaven where there will be no more stress, no more problems, no more issues, no more pain. I'm about to open up God's word. We're going to read about it. But I want you to know right out the gate that we've got a home in heaven. Jesus said to his disciples one day, don't let your hearts be troubled. That's what he said. Don't stop. He said, stop, guys. It's easy with all of this, this talk about the troubles and the problems and the stuff that's going on. He said, don't let your hearts be troubled. He says, I'm going home and I'm preparing a place for you. And he said, in my, in my father's house, there are many rooms. He said, my father's got plenty of room for everybody. And so I want you to know tonight, there's a place in heaven waiting for you. I don't know if you're going to be on my block, but there's a place in heaven waiting for you. I mean, I hope that you end up on my block in heaven. It really doesn't matter because every block is going to be gold streets. That's what, that, that's what the word of God tells us. And we won't be sleeping on my street. Some of us were accustomed to that anyway because we're from New York City. But we won't need sleep because our new bodies will not fatigue. Our new bodies won't get tired. I better get to the word because some of y'all still looking at me sideways. Revelation chapter 21. I love this book. It's one of my favorites if it's okay to have a favorite, but John, who was exiled to this little island, he had a revelation from God. And so they thought it would shut him up by putting him on this little island. They thought that they would finally get rid of another follower of Jesus. And instead... God met him on this island and gave him a beautiful picture of what we get to look forward to. And now we've got this incredible book called Revelation. So they were never able to stop what God wanted to give to us tonight, 2019. We have this incredible book and it's a revelation of what we can expect when each and every one of us say yes to Jesus. This is a revelation of what you 
get to expect and where you're able to put your hope and where you're able to find find joy and life and life more abundantly. It's in God's word. My message tonight is all things new. Turn to somebody real quick and just tell them all things new. Say it with a smile. Some of you needed that because I know that there's some people that might be still stuck in your past, still trying to get over last week, still trying to get over what happened five years ago, still wrestling with, with what happened 10 years ago, 20 years ago. But tonight, all things new. Tonight, all things new. Tonight, all things new. Some of you might be going, oh, no, if you only knew the stuff that's going on in my, uh-uh, uh-uh. According to God's word, all things new. All things new. There is, a, there is a hope, and that hope is in Jesus Christ. There is a hope. There's a hope tonight, and it's in Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 21. John gets this incredible picture in Scripture. The Bible says in verse 1, if you got it, say amen. amen. Well, I got some people tonight that have the word of God sitting in front of them. Praise God. Verse 1, then I saw... I saw a new heaven and a new earth, meaning this, all of this is going to pass away. This is going to be gone. Somebody said, thank you, Jesus, because for some of us, it's been a hard knock life walking on this earth. But, but scripture says there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Now that is a reflection of you and I as believers in Christ Jesus who have been adopted into the kingdom of God, made possible when Jesus died on the cross. We're a part of this incredible new promise, this new kingdom, this new Jerusalem. And, and, and scripture says it is like, like, the, like the bride, the bride of Christ. And, and so scripture says this, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband, that groom being Christ Jesus. Now read on with me. Verse three, you with me? Say amen. amen. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. Wow. God. It was a loud voice that declared that the dwelling place the dwelling place of God is with man. Scripture tells us in, in, in Isaiah chapter 66, you don't got to go there, but just listen. The Bible says, the prophet Isaiah, he got this revelation. It says, thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What is the house that you would build for me? And what is the place of my rest? All these things my hand has made, and so all these things came to be, declares the Lord. But this is the one to whom I will look. He who is humble and contrite in spirit, which means broken, which means coming to a place where you recognize the error of your ways, when you, when you recognize that you're a sinner desperately in need of a savior. Jesus, the word of God says, but this is the one to whom I will look. He who is humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word, meaning the dwelling place for God is that person who humbles himself and says yes to God. That person who says, man, I am messed up. 
I am desperately in need of a savior. His name is Jesus. I'm going to put my faith in him. And when we say yes to God, and when we recognize our sin, when we recognize the error of our ways, when we recognize that you and I can't do this on our own, Jesus shows up. That's what happens. And so it is amazing how heaven is his throne. The earth is his footstool. But where he wants to make home is in our heart. It's a profound thought. Heaven is a throne. He's God. The earth is his footstool. It's, just, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing to God. But where he truly wants to dwell is in the heart of men and women that are here tonight. It's powerful. The scripture, it goes on to say this. The Bible says in, in verse 4, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. This is what we have to look forward to. This is the joy of my heart. The eternal life given to us through Christ Jesus our Lord and Savior, when he went to a cross and died, all things new. When his blood was poured out on the cross, the sin debt was paid. He defeated sin and death. And it's in Christ Jesus that we're made a new person, all things new. We become an, a new creature in Christ Jesus, all things new. The old is passed away. And each day, we go from glory to glory in Christ Jesus. And each day, it's another step closer to paradise. It's another step closer to eternal life. It's, you see, when, when Jesus went to the cross, he defeated sin and death. And so death, it's lost its sting. There's, death no longer has victory. That's what the scripture tells us. Oh, death, where is thy sting? For death has been swallowed up in the victory that we have in Christ Jesus. And you and I in Christ Jesus, we're not afraid to die anymore because each day passing is another day closer to when I'm going to be with Jesus Christ forever walking down them gold streets. Oh, yeah. It's the joy of my heart. The joy in my heart is the eternal life that's been given to me. And that eternal life given to me allows me to, to, to move forward each passing day. All those struggles, all those trials, all those obstacles that we face time and time again. But those things do not detour me from moving forward, knowing that my faith is in Jesus and he's coming to get me one day. I'm going home. And there'll be no more pain. This is, this, is my, this is the joy of my heart. The expectation of knowing that there's going to be no more pain one day. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to cry my tears here on this earth. I know some of you here, you've shed tears. You've cried even this week. I know for many of you, it's been really hard. It's been really challenging. I know sometimes it can be absolutely overwhelming. I know sometimes our feelings are all over the place. One moment, I'm sad and just overwhelmed. The other moment, I'm just, I'm angry. I'm in despair. I'm struggling. Things haven't worked out the way I wanted it to work out on my job, my marriage, my relationships, my friendships, my children. It's all overwhelming. And sometimes we find ourselves drowning in our feelings. But I pray tonight that faith would rise up in your heart. 
And it's, it's faith in Jesus that dismantles the feelings of men and women that cause us to draw back in fear. Our feelings will cause us to draw back, but faith causes us to move forward. That faith in Jesus, knowing that one day it's all going to pass away. One day I am going to be with my Savior. I'm going to look upon his face. And I'm going to have this new glorified body. No more tears, no more pain, no more aches and pains. My flat feet are not going to hurt anymore. Thank you, Jesus. My feet be hurting at the end of the day. Lord have mercy. I've tried every single arch support. I just, my feet hurt. Some of you, your knees hurt. Lower back pain. Tired of the headaches. Tired of doctor's appointments. Aren't you tired of them doctor's appointments? <laughs> tired of hearing bad news. Tired of just struggling just to get out of bed Monday morning. Like, Lord, have mercy. What? The sun came up already, Lord Jesus. Oh, but one day, our bodies will not grow tired and we will look upon the Son of God face to face. Let me tell you. Listen, this is, this is beautiful. He, God himself, the Bible says he will wipe away every tear. He's going to do it himself. The only way he can do that is if he looks upon us face to face. I tell you, brothers and sisters, I don't know how it works, but in the effort of my own human reasoning and my own logic, I can't fully comprehend how the day that we meet Jesus in heaven, he's going to wipe away all of our tears. And in the moment of wiping away all of our tears, we're going to get this glorious body that looks just like his, a resurrected body. Because for every believer... In Christ Jesus, we are resurrected with Christ here on earth. It begins now here on earth. Resurrection life. It's, 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 this doesn't all just happen when we walk through those pearly gates. We experience God's kingdom now. Thy will be done, thy kingdom come now. Right here, right now, you can experience God's kingdom, God's power, his glory, his favor, his peace. You can experience that right now. You can, you can, it's not, again, it's not based on feelings. It's my faith in Jesus. And God responds to those who believe in faith. He responds. He responds. He responds. So tonight, you, you, you put your faith in Jesus Christ. Put your faith in Jesus Death shall be no more. You won't mourn again. There'll be no crying. There'll be no pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. Those of you tonight that are still stuck in your past, it's done. Here's how it's done. The Bible says this in verse 5. If you're with me, say amen. I need you to look at it. He who was seated on the throne. He says this. Behold. Which means, watch, look, I am making not some, not a few, not 
depending on maybe all things new. All things new. Which means he's going to wipe out and erase the past. Amen, amen. All things new. You see, the enemy, the devil, would want you to struggle with your past, pondering, considering, curious, frustrated, moving backwards, looking back over your shoulder, afraid of what maybe still is going to creep up on you. But in Christ, all things new. In Jesus, it's a new day tonight. Tomorrow, it's a new day in Jesus. Tuesday, it's a new day in Jesus. Wednesday, all things new. Thursday, I'm a new person in Christ Jesus. Friday, I'm not worried about what happened Sunday because all things new today. All things new. All things new. And in Christ, you don't have to worry about yesterday. You don't have to worry about tomorrow. All things new. I'd like to think that God just gets bored with yesterday. Because in Christ Jesus, there's always something great to behold. There's always something supernatural. There's always the anticipation of another miracle in your life. This is why at one point he had to remind his people in the Old Testament, look, yes, I parted the Red Sea. Yes, I sure enough did walk my people on dry ground. Yes, the waters actually stood like walls. But then he went on to say, yes, I did that. But forget, forget the former things because I'm doing a new thing in the lives of my people. It's an incredible declaration that comes from God's God. His voice rings out and just says, look, Stop it. Stop dwelling on yesterday. I make all things new. If you thought you experienced my grace last week, wait till you see what I do in your life this week. Because some people, this is what we do. We go, man, God, you know, I'll, I'll fully surrender to you. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll be all in if, if, you, if you do what, like, like what happened like a couple years ago when I, when I said that little prayer and, 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 you, and you did it. And I haven't seen you do something like that in a long time. That's what we do. And, and so we, we, uh, we, we hold God to just what happened in the past and expect him to, 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 to duplicate that or, or maybe we're mad because he hasn't done something like that in a while or... I'm just, I'm not, I'm not quite sure, but all things new, which means God is going to continue to do something supernatural for his glory. Watch, not, not simply just for our own good, but for his glory, for his glory, for his name's sake. He says this, behold, I am making all things new. He says this. With me in verse 5. We're still in the middle of verse 5. You with me? Say amen. Amen. Also, 
he said, and he tells, he tells John this. Write this down. This is how Jesus talks. Write this down. For these words are trustworthy and true. Trustworthy and true. The Bible, trustworthy and true. All things new, trustworthy and true. We're going to heaven one day, trustworthy and true. He died on the cross 2,000 years ago, trustworthy and true. His blood was poured out, and when his blood was poured out, you and I, we've been washed and cleansed by that blood. We've been made whole, trustworthy and true. The debt was paid. Everything that you've done wrong, he paid for that debt, trustworthy and true. All things new. Verse 6, and he said to me, it is done. It, it echoes the final words of Jesus Christ on the cross. It is finished. In the moment of his agony and pain, his flesh ripped apart on the cross. Would you picture this with me? 100% man, 100% God. He's on the cross. He's going through this excruciating pain in the flesh. The crown of thorns on his head, his body broken, swollen from the beating. His flesh is opened up in his back. There's nails driven through his wrists. They're driven through his feet. And all at that moment while he was in this excruciating pain, he's thinking about you and I. He's thinking about you and I while going through this pain. And he, he verifies his work unto his father by saying, it is done. It is finished. In that moment, he cries out, it is finished. Just in case there's been any confusion while he's dying on the cross, he goes, I just want my people to know it's finished. They don't owe nothing anymore because I paid the debt. It's finished. My blood cleanses. My blood has power. It's finished. And my word is trustworthy and true. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, which means this. This has been God's plan from the very beginning. To love a people broken and hurting. To the thirsty, I will give from the spring of the water of life. That, that water of life is Jesus Christ. Without payment. All things new, without payment. Turn to somebody real quick and just smile at them and tell them, I don't have to pay. Turn to one other person, look at them with a smile, and just say this, it's free. It's free. Let me tell you something, church. Hey, doesn't that sound good? It is amazing how we complicate God's word. But the only way we can complicate God's word is when we put it on ourselves to try to figure out how we can earn it. That's how we've complicated things. By somehow trying to factor in a way as if there's something that I need to do in order to fix my mess. 
It's free. Without payment. Glory to God. He says, I'm the beginning and the end, the alpha and omega. If you're thirsty, you come to me. It's this incredible water of life without payment. The Bible says in verse 7, the one who conquers will have this heritage. And I will be his God and he will be my son. And may I add sons and daughters. Now this, this is our closing. Verse 7, look at it again. The one who conquers, one who conquers. No, no, listen, that is not putting the responsibility on you and I. The process of conquering anything is simply receiving the love of Jesus Christ. Scripture says that we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. Him who loves us. Which means if you're going to conquer, if you're going to get the victory, if you're going to stand and face your trials and face obstacles and face those very difficult circumstances, the only victory that you're going to have is in Christ Jesus. It is you and I simply saying yes to his love. Yes. Yes, God, I want your love. Cover me in your love. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who loves us. It's his love. And in his love, that's where the work is done. His love given to us through the finished work of the cross. That's our victory. That's how you conquer sin. That's how you conquer darkness. That's how you conquer depression. That's how you conquer addiction. That's how you overcome these things that have constantly been in your face time and time again. And in that midnight hour, if you want to conquer darkness, it has to be knowing that you are loved by God. The one who conquers will have this heritage. Heritage. That's a big word. Heritage. To be able to have some significance in life, to be able to have purpose, to be able to have some sense of value, some sense of worth, some sense of identity. It's it's knowing that you have a kingdom heritage. My worth and my value is my life resting in the hands of God's grace. Here in New York City, we tell each other, push, work, keep going, grind, come on, hustle, do your thing. Come on, take on two jobs, three jobs, four jobs. Get three degrees, four degrees. It's not enough. You're from New York City. Come on, keep going. We've heard that, right? Oh, no, 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 no. That's going to kill you. I just want a kingdom heritage. I, I, I just want to find rest in the hands of Jesus Christ. I, I, I just want to know that I'm loved. I would rather just him do all the work. Matter of fact, it's already a finished work when he went to the cross. I will be his God and he will be my son. 
my daughter. All things new. Would you stand up with me? I want to pray with you. and I'm going to invite you to take a really bold step. But I want to pray for people that are still holding on to stuff. And tonight, tonight is your night to truly experience newness of life in Christ Jesus. In order for you to experience all things new, you got to let go of some of that all things old. All that all things past. You need to let go and you need to surrender. And if this is your prayer tonight, Lord, make all things new in my life. I've been struggling and you don't have to be ashamed. As scripture says to us, we read it in Isaiah 66. He goes, he goes, those of you who come to me in humility and with a contrite spirit, you've come to a broken place where you're like, man, I, I'm broken. I'm hurting. I'm human. I need a savior. God will meet you tonight. And so with your head up high, not down, don't, you don't have to put your head down. But for every person here who needs prayer, and if this is your prayer, God, make all things new because it's been rough. It's been really rough. Make all things new. Whether it's your marriage, whether it's your relationship with your children, whether it's tonight, I just, I want to know Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior. And maybe you've, you've made a commitment in the past, but you need to renew that relationship with Jesus tonight. Even as I'm talking, you just make your way down and, and you just head high. Come, come before the Lord. You just step out of your seat and just come. Grab a friend's hand too. If you, if you brought a friend tonight, you just need this moment. Man, God, make all things new tonight in my life. And don't be, listen, don't be stubborn about it. <laughs> all things new in Christ. Be refreshed tonight. Whatever that stuff is that you've been holding on to, let's lay it down up front. Let's make this altar moment, not like whatever it is that from your past, past stuff, past hurt, past wounds, just that past stuff that you've been holding to. Let's just drop it right here in God's house. We just drop it right in the front. Come on, from the balcony. We're going to worship the Lord. We're going to sing this song. And then even while we're singing tonight, if you can't shake this thing, that, mean, that means the load has been way too heavy too long. If your heart's racing real fast and you feel like slightly uncomfortable, well then come forward and lay it down. And let's, let's all pray tonight. God, make all things new. Hallelujah. Hey, just, just put your hands out like this. Just put your hands out like this. Like you're carrying something. Like you're carrying something. Because some of you, you've been carrying. You've been carrying some stuff from your past. You've been carrying it. It's been very heavy. It's been a load. You've been carrying it. Now this is what you're going to do. We're just going to drop it. Whatever it is. You know what it is. As you're thinking about it right now. What is it that you've been carrying from your past? What is it that you've been holding on to? Whatever it is, but now, release it. Now, done. Let go. Let go. We're going to leave it right here front. Let go. Now, this is what happens. Your hands swing up, and now we surrender to Jesus Christ. Now, now, God, wash, cleanse. 
whole in the name of Jesus, whole now in the name of Jesus. Our hands are raised. We surrender to the King of Kings. We say yes to Jesus. Healing now. Wash over your spirit. Wash over now. We say yes. We say yes to you, oh God. All things new now. All things new in the name of Jesus. All things new in the name of Jesus. All things new. All things new in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for healing now. Oh God, now wash, wash and cleanse by the blood of the Lamb and the finished work of the cross. Now healing now. Holy Spirit, move in. Power now. Healing and freedom in the name of Jesus. Oh God. Now we can't do this without the Holy Spirit. The gift of the Holy Spirit. So now, our hands raised. Holy Spirit. You might not understand it all, but let's say yes, not only to Jesus, but the gift of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the peace of the Holy Spirit. So this is your prayer. You, you just put it in your own words, but Jesus, I surrender my life. I believe that you are the Savior and you went to the cross for me. You died so that I can live. Thank you, Jesus. Cleanse me. Make me whole make me a new person do a new thing in my life all things new going forward I leave the past behind and I'm going forward in the victory that I have in you Jesus Holy Spirit come in I believe in faith that you are going to fill me with power peace and comfort take over my life lead me and guide me every step of the way amen hallelujah